And let's bring on Alderman Riley, the 42nd Ward. He, uh, he is, His ward is right here downtown. And you were up all night, weren't you, sir? I, I was. I, myself and 100,000 downtown residents and a good chunk of the Chicago Police Department and Fire Department. Yeah. I loved your impassioned uh, speech today during the mayor's press conference. I just, I feel like uh, I, I'm saddened for this city. I, I, I'm so upset, but I'm so sad at the same time. Yeah, same. And I think that's a sentiment that's shared across the city, not just among folks who live downtown. Um, we're, we're better than this. And um, watching what happened last night was absolutely heartbreaking. You know, you there was a, a, an organized, peaceful protest that occurred, and the organizers left, and what remained was a criminal element uh, that was focused on wreaking havoc and destruction and, and, and theft. Um, that wasn't, those weren't uh, crimes of passion. Um, that wasn't um, inflamed um, tempers. That was a, a cold, calculated um, operation um, that was run by um, people who were monitoring police scanners and in radios um, and U-Haul trucks. You, you don't rent U-Haul trucks when you're going to a protest. No. So um, this was um, this was a couple of different, very different things that occurred last night. I don't think anyone argues with what you know. What happened in Minneapolis was a travesty of justice. It was it was murder, and it was wrong, and it was reprehensible. Um, but you know, for these these criminals um, to to blend into what was otherwise a, a peaceful protest to take advantage. Um, of, of a tragic death in Minneapolis, I just I find it disgusting. Um, you know, store owners, of course, are, are devastated. Uh, we were getting ready to hopefully, um, you know, start to reopen the city's economy just this coming Wednesday. Uh, a lot of these business owners were setting up and planting their outdoor cafes, getting excited. Uh, and all that now is, is effectively kindling um, in the middle of our streets. It's just... Uh, it's a horrific thing, and um, I, wanted, I wanted to comment that I'm so proud of, of everyone who lives downtown. Um, what we're seeing on the streets right now uh, are our neighbors and, and, and residents working hand-in-hand hand, uh, with property owners and businesses to clean up this mess um, and, and help them seal up their buildings and, and secure them. It's, um, that's the Chicago uh, that I know. Um, and, and I think, you know, moving forward, I'm I'm hoping we see a lot more of that and a lot less of what we saw last night. Um, it's just, it's a, it's a heartbreaking thing. It is. We're talking with Alderman uh, Riley from the 42nd. Can you paint a picture? A lot of people are listening right now that are in the suburbs. They haven't been downtown in a while. Driving through downtown today just to get here. First of all, you can't get through because all the streets are blocked off, but it looks like a war zone. It does. It does. It looks like footage out of um, out of Afghanistan, frankly. Um, for River North, so the areas of downtown that are north of the river, uh, that was by far the the, the hardest hit. Uh, I think many people last night saw a lot of footage coming out of the loop south of the river, and that was horrible in and of itself, but um, didn't hold a candle to the type of destruction uh, that we, we see today in River North. Uh, nearly every storefront, um, shattered glass. Um, every ATM in the neighborhood, whether it was inside of a retail business or built into the wall of a structure or inside of a, a bank vestibule, those were all ripped out and cracked open 
uh, and left behind. Um, it, it, we see a, there was definitely a pattern here, and it was it was definitely focused on the highest, uh, I guess you know the most profitable targets, um, being banks, pharmacies with prescription drugs. Uh, we had a marijuana uh, cannabis uh, company uh, that was also looted and robbed. Um, it, it's it's really it, it's incredible. Uh, you wouldn't recognize the neighborhood. Um, the Loop, uh, obviously, State Street um, took a pounding. Mm-hmm. Um, the Wabash and Jewelers Row—it's um, it's widespread, um, and we're we're busy right now with our city crews cleaning that up and boarding up windows uh, as we speak. Macy's looked like a bomb hit it. Macy's was picked clean, um, yeah. like like a carcass. Uh, yeah, and. What's really, you know, the, the double whammy on that is also the destruction of uh, an important historic Chicago landmark. I mean, it just on every level, um, that symbolizes all of the terrible things that happened last night. You know, and, I, and you mentioned that, uh, you know, the old Marshall Fields is the Macy building right there. It is a Chicago landmark with that iconic clock right on the corner of State Street and the graffiti right. from the spray paint all over that building. Yeah, that's an historic facade. Um, tens of millions of dollars were spent um, by Macy's to restore um, that building, and all of that important work has been ruined in, in just the course of one night. Um, and that's not the only historic landmark um, that has been butchered. Um, it, throughout the loop and, and throughout River North, graffiti tags, broken windows, historic windows, you know, 100-year-old windows that are expensive to replace, um, ruined. Uh, and so that's one of the many casualties um, uh, downtown that we're seeing today. Alderman Riley, where do we go from here? What's the next step? Well, certainly uh, you, you mentioned it a little bit earlier. Um, we're going through some extraordinary steps to lock down and secure the central business district. Uh, we also have the National Guard uh, arriving in town later this afternoon. Um, they will be used not for policing functions, but to help maintain a secure perimeter around the central business district in support of the police. Um, you'll see checkpoints um, at our bridges to enter um, the central area, and folks will need to provide some level of proof or assurance to um, police officers manning those checkpoints that they either reside here or an essential frontline worker must get to work. Right. Uh, other, otherwise, we're trying to keep this area clear. Uh, for obvious security purposes, many of these storefronts are still wide open, um, and it's going to take quite a bit of time to get those properly secured. Uh, and also, this will be, give a little bit of breathing room, I think, um, today uh, for a wiped-out and exhausted uh, Chicago police and fire departments um, to rest up and get ready for what will likely be another busy evening. Uh, we don't have any clear sense of um, whether or not there will be attempts to do um, protests or uh, potential rioting and looting, two separate things, um, in the central core. But we are hearing rumors that um, that we could have flare-ups and issues in the neighborhoods of the city uh, outside of the central core. So the police are monitoring social media very carefully, um, and they're going to make sure that while we're protecting downtown, uh, we also are applying the appropriate security levels in, in, in other commercial corridors uh, in the less densely populated parts of the city. Right. I tried to explain to people when I drove in today on the Kennedy, <clears throat> when I drove in today on the Kennedy, 
All the ramps are completely closed for downtown. I had to go all the way down to pass McCormick Place and take Michigan Avenue back, but I went through checkpoints like I was in Beirut. And I had to talk yeah. my way through because I don't have anything that says I work at WGN Radio, which makes me think I need to go to the uh, yeah. police station and get a press pass. But it's ridiculous. It's like we're in a third world country down here. Yeah, well, and then, believe me, this is to be a very, very, very temporary condition. Um, you know, we, we live in America and we should never be used to checkpoints. Um, so this is an extraordinarily unique circumstance. Um, and just as soon as we can uh, remove those checkpoints, that will happen. Uh, and you're right, it's not a perfect system. Um, as you know, for the last 48 hours, we've been doing this on the fly. Um, you know, it's, it's, the situation is morphing by the hour, and um, this is by no means a perfect way to, to handle access to downtown, but um, it's the best available thing we have right now on our fingertips And I'm sure that the mayor will make some adjustments so that folks aren't unnecessarily burdened with trying to cross the river or a, um, uh, you know, another one of our access bridges. Right. Uh, Alderman Riley, you mentioned today at the mayor's press conference, you know, it's it's a shame that the Walgreens, the Macy's, the Foot Lockers, these big box stores that were looted. But you're worried about the small business guys, the small business owners. How can you or us that are listening right now help those people? Um, in the short term, if you want to take a walk around downtown and you live here uh, in the zone, uh, we certainly could use help with cleanup activities. But after today, um, as we have you know stabilized and secured downtown, um, when we do reopen this Wednesday, and many of these businesses will not be repaired to because of the incredible damage done, um, but some will. And I, I would encourage everyone who's listening um, to patronize those, those small businesses uh, and support them. Um, they have endured months of a shutdown, uh, and many are teetering on the, the verge of bankruptcy. These are not big, multinational, well-capitalized companies. These are mom and pops that just happen to be fortunate enough to be downtown and able to pay that rent for that, that retail space. But these are not rich people. Um, these are folks who work hard every day, uh, and their livelihood has been trashed. Um, and so, you know, as they come online this week and next, please um, do anything you can to support those businesses financially um, and their employees. We we want to get folks back. Um, and obviously, this was a, a, a you know double punch to the gut. Right. What occurred the last two nights, but um, you know, Chicago is a resilient city. And we're a city of folks who, who support one another, um, you know, last night as an exception to that rule. Um, and I expect that's what we'll see in the next few weeks, that we're going to come together, we're going to embrace these businesses and, and hold them up. Uh, so, um, again, yeah, it's, uh, this is a terrible situation all around. Um, and, but I do think that we're going to get through this one, too. And uh, just we're coming out of a pandemic. And like you said, these businesses were just about ready to open next week, which is just a huge shame. Do you worry about the people in your area that uh, those groups of people, a lot of them didn't have masks on? We're talking about large groups of people. We're still in the pandemic for the coronavirus. Um, A lot of people aren't talking about that. This was a huge group of people together all at once. Yes. Yeah, it's a, it's a serious concern. Um, Dr. Arwadi, the, the commissioner of public health for the city, um, is very concerned about that. 
you know, um, for those folks who participated in the peaceful protest, which was organized, organizers of that protest are um, getting back to folks who participated that they have contact information for, encouraging them to quarantine for 14 days and do the responsible thing. Right. Uh, now, the other group of folks that we were dealing with all night long, um, the rioters and the looters, hardly any of those folks had, had masks on. And we, you know, the only way we're going to be talking to those folks is uh, them behind bars. Um, and so, again, another infected population that was running around uh, all over uh, downtown last night. It'll be a little bit more difficult to contact until we uh, until we apprehend them. How many arrests last night did you hear? I I heard some reports up to a thousand or more than a thousand arrests. We had uh, in the central core uh, over two hundred and sixty arrests last night. That uh, we don't have a breakdown of how many of those were for violating the curfew versus you know criminal mischief, uh, damage to property, and looting. Um, but it was a substantial um, number of arrests, and the vast majority of those arrests occurred after 11 o'clock at night. Okay. Got it. Alderman Riley, thank you for taking time today, and if you need anything from us, please let me know, okay? Uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me on, and uh, stay safe out there. You too. That is uh, Alderman Brendan Riley from the 42nd. That was his district over there in River North that was just pummeled. I mean, it's just amazing what happened yesterday downtown.